good Wednesday evening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Waiting for the rest of my junkies to join me here. Uh, coming through. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Coming through tonight with uh, a little bit of um, eh, what we got here. We got a little NFL, little NBA, you know, whatever else comes up. So all gas, no brakes. Um, ready to just get it done and joined by the man that's cool as ice twice as nice and they never had a bad day in his damn life, Juni. That's the deal, fellas. I love it. I love it. I love it. How y'all fellas gotcha. doing tonight? Pretty good, man. It's just me and you for right now waiting on Delonte. Uh-huh. But uh we can go ahead and start off with a little NFL. No doubt. That game like uh Monday night. Oh my god. I mean can, would you call it game of the year? Yes, sir. There's no game that touched that game, man. That game was awesome. It was a shootout back and forth. Um, if you don't know and you've been living under a rock, the Ravens beat the Browns 47 to 42. Um, Cleveland came from behind, tied that thing up. Excuse me. But, uh, that last drive, Lamar Jackson, a lot of people say, oh, he can't throw the ball. He can't pass. He passed them into field goal range the most accurate kicker in NFL history bangs one through makes it 45 42. And then the other two points come from a late safety into the game that, uh, (laughs) Cleveland ran a play and just tried to run hook and ladder and they backed up, backed up, backed up safety. But let's not take away from, what they did in that game. Um, and I know you have a rooting interest in it, Junie, because that's your division. Uh, regardless of your Steelers on a two-game losing streak, but y'all still number one in the division, number one in the uh, – nope, number two in the AFC now. Right, number two, right. But I know you didn't – you know, you 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 watching the Browns and the Ravens. Uh, the Browns are two games behind you guys. The Ravens are three games behind. Uh, the aforementioned Lamar Jackson, 11 to 17, uh, 163 and a touchdown. Trace McSorley came in for a little bit, uh, one of four, 13 yards. Lamar Jackson led Baltimore rushing nine carries, 124 and two touchdowns. Just absolutely amazing. Uh, Baker hey, Mayfield. Hey, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Lamar Jackson looked like Superman that night, man. He did an awesome job, man. Um, it 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 did like a scene out of a movie, man, to see him walk back down, you know, to the towards the field through the tunnel. It looked, man, it was like it gave me goosebumps. And then to see him get out there and 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 and, and just 
perform like he did, man, it was awesome. I, I got to give Lamar Jackson his props. I hope the world give him his props and stop coming down on him. Because he played, man, hey, when I say he played his butt off, man, Lamar Jackson really played his butt off, and he showed he really wanted to win. You're absolutely right about that, Junior. Absolutely right. Now, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I wish everybody stops coming down on Lamar Jackson the way that they do about him not being as good as he was last season or the season before. Right. It's a learning experience. Okay. On the other side, Baker Mayfield, 28 of 47, 343, two touchdowns and a pick. Nick Chubb, 17 carries, 82 yards. Um, Kareem Hunt led the Browns in receiving six catches, 77 yards. Peoples Jones, three catches, 74 yards. Uh, this, this has got my vote for. Monday night football game of the year, but I think possibly game of the year. So I, I'm thinking that's where it's at for me. Uh, now, I'm going to ask you a question, Junie, and I need you to, to separate your Pittsburgh self from this. But a lot of people are saying Baltimore will not make the playoffs. Do you think Baltimore can make the playoffs? Um, I tell you what, the way they played Monday night, man. Yes, I think they can make the playoffs. Um, they played team ball, man. They they all played together. You know, um, I like the way Lamar trusted in our uh, his wide receiver that was missing them, missing them, dropping them balls, and uh, he trusted him at the end. And Hollywood Brown came up with the, the big catch. They played together. I, I I do think they can get in, man. I really do. Defeated by the mute button. But uh, I agree with you. And I think Baltimore is one of the best coach teams in the NFL, along with your Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I honestly think the Indianapolis Colts are, are really – coach really well of course you know new england but baltimore is really really coached well by john harbaugh and he's been at this what 12 years now yes, has it been 12 it. years absolutely amazing um as of right now the steelers and the Chiefs have clinched the playoff spots. The Bills, the Titans, the Browns, and the Colts all sit in three through six, three, four, five, and six position. Uh, the Dolphins are number seven. They are they there. Uh, but Baltimore's on the bubble as per uh, NFL.com at eight and six. The Raiders are a game behind them. The Patriots two games behind even Delonte's Broncos are in the hunt. What? Yeah. 
The Broncos are 11, and they are in the hunt at 5-8. and eight. Wow. Already eliminated at this present point is the Jets, the Jaguars, the Bengals, the Falcons, the Chargers, and the Texans. And uh, as of right now, that's your draft. If the draft was today, that's your draft position one through six. The the Jets, number one, and I think they're going to go 0-16. They win one game. It'll be a miracle. Somebody arrested all their starters and gave them a game. But <laughs> I got my own opinions about the Jets. But we're not going to discuss that here. Uh, we've said it many times before about Adam Gase and how does this man still have a job. So, But uh, let me see. Let's look over in the NFC. The Packers, the Packers already clinched the division, so they're in. The Saints clinched the, they clinched the playoff berth. They're not in. They, I mean, they haven't clinched their division yet. Both teams 10 and 3. The Rams in the hunt at number 3. My Washington football team in the hunt at number four. I'm not going to use the P word when it comes to them. Seattle Seahawks, number five in the hunt. Uh, Buccaneers and Cardinals round out the top seven all in the hunt. On the bubble are the six and seven Vikings, the six and seven Bears who play each other this weekend. The five and eight Lions. The five and eight 49ers, the five and eight Giants, the four, eight, and one Eagles, and of course the four nine 49ers. I'm sorry, the Cowboys. They play the 49ers this week. And the four nine Panthers. Um, what's funny about the Cowboys, I seen a, a graphic that said that the Cowboys can make the playoffs, but they have to win out. Washington has to lose out, and the Giants have to lose two games just for the Cowboys to make the playoffs. How likely do you think that could happen there, Junie? Hey, man, the way things are going now, anything can happen. Expect the unexpected. Any given Sunday. I agree Any with you. Sunday, yes. But the only... Hmm. hmm. The Falcons are the only team that's been eliminated. In the NFC. Wow. Because it's only six teams been eliminated officially. Uh-huh. But the Falcons are the only NFC team to be eliminated. So, uh, spoke about my Washington football team a few seconds ago. Um, they picked up Lamar Miller today. Uh, signed him off of Chicago's practice squad. And... I think it's a good signing. They need a little depth at running back with Antonio Gibson out. Uh, last time Lamar Miller played was 2018 with the Houston Texans. Uh, played 14 games, ran for 973, uh, five touchdowns, caught 25 passes, 163 yards, and a touchdown. It's a depth thing. So he signed to the 43 um I'm 43 to 53 man roster. So we'll see how that works. But uh hey, that's just the news from around the NFL. 
Switching gears right now, jumping over to the NBA, which starts up on the 22nd. Uh, you think the Heat? Um, the Heat. You think the Heat can repeat as uh, Eastern Conference champions and go back to the finals, Junie? No. <laughs> and you said it so confidently. I love it. Yeah, man, it's a lot of competition out there. Um, you got ten players that's that's coming back that didn't play last year. So, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a it's a lot it's a lot of good teams this year. And um, for one, Kevin Durant, you know, um, I I just can't wait for the season, man. I can't wait. It's a lot of good teams. I just don't see the Bulls making it um back. I really wow. don't. I, I wish the Bulls would make it, but I, I don't know how the Bulls are going to do. But I, I don't, the Heat, the Bulls, I, you got the 76ers out there. Now, the 76ers are talking about trading uh, Ben Simmons for uh, James Harden. Now, we're talking about the Eastern Conference. We're talking about Ben Simmons, who I think is a – star in the league. I'm not going to say superstar. I'll say star Um, for James Harden, who is an upper echelon star. I don't, I won't say superstar just yet. I mean, yes, he can score, but I don't see him as superstar status. Now, right. if you're a GM, now this is you, Junie, as a GM. Are you trading for James Harden if you're the, if you're the GM of the 76ers? If you, are you getting rid of one of your younger pieces for a older James Harden who is ball dominant, um, kind of sort of selfish because he takes a lot of shots. But are you trading one of your young pieces for a score like Ben Simmons? You know, Kevin, I, I've never understood when players, I mean, when teams do that, that's NFL or NBA, um, trade for an older player. And, and he's known to be selfish. And known to not play defense, so no, I, I would I would keep Ben Simmons because he got a lot of growing to do, a lot of learning to do, and he's much younger. So no, I wouldn't do that. I agree with you. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, something, and Scottie Pippen took some flat every time he says something about uh James Harden. Scottie Pippen takes flack for it, but he's only telling the truth. He said it, I believe it was last season. And he was saying, you know, it's like when Scottie Pippen opens his mouth and tells the truth, he takes a lot of flack. But he was saying that to defend, defend James Harden, what he would do. Now, Scottie's an elite defender, especially one-on-one. -on -one. He said, I'm guarding him 94 feet. The problem is what people do is they let James Harden walk the ball up court, get to his sweet spot. And go to work. I'm not going to let him get to his spot to go to work. And I agree with that. If I know that, Junie, you're going to walk the ball up court. And you're going to go to the right side of the floor, right at the arc. And you're going to go to work. And when you go to work, you're unstoppable. Why would I let you get there? Right. Unstoppable. I got to give him that, man. He's, he's unstoppable in that spot. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you let him get there? And exactly. I don't know why he was getting upset with Scottie Pippen for telling the truth. Now, that now, is the truth. Now, last, that was last season. This season, 
what Scottie Pippen said was he would lock down James Harden because James Harden's not really he's ball dominant. He's not going to uh, give up the ball. So you know where he's going to go. He's going to shoot. And he, he he's pretty much obvious. And people are upset that he said that. And I'm like, okay, how can you say Scotty's wrong for saying these things? Because he's telling you exactly how to shut down James Harden. And then he also, uh, uh, Scotty has also said that he'd average 40 if he played for the Rockets. Um, he, he said a lot. But he I don't think Scotty really likes James Harden. Yeah, you can say that. But <laughs> but it, it's the truth. If if I take a prime Scotty Pippen and put him in this generation, now Scotty could play defense, Scotty could score. Scotty would be a problem. Everybody talks about Kawhi Leonard. But Scotty was doing that to some degree during his career before Kawhi Leonard was even heard of. The defense on one end, the offense on the other. I mean, I've seen games where everybody talks about Jordan. Yeah, okay. Yeah, GOAT. But I've seen games where Scotty scored 44 and Michael scored 42. Now, you wasn't beating the Bulls that night, so you might as well go ahead and cancel Christmas. But I've seen games like that with my own eyes. I've seen what they what they did against Olympic competition, where they locked down one of the best scorers in Europe at the time was Tony Kukoc, who's six eleven, Michael Jordan six six, Scottie Pippen six seven, possibly six eight, and they locked down this guy like it was nothing. Frustrated him. The intensity is unparalleled, unmatched. So I know Scotty would be successful in this era. But what he's saying about James Harden is absolutely positively true. If you let him walk you down to his sweet spot and let him go to work, he's going to drop 50. He's going to drop 60. Easy. So, but we're going to stay on James Harden. Let me ask you this, Joni. They got a rookie head coach, Stephen Silas, Paul Silas's son. Everybody wants out of Houston. Uh, do you think that's one that's one of the deciding factors as why uh, Harden wants out and wants to go to Philly? Hey, man, I'm going to be honest. That's a good question. Um I, I don't know now. Now, how, now you said this is his first year coaching, right? Yep. I don't. I, I can't. I can't say is is that because they haven't played for him before. They don't know his style. They don't know how he coach. Um, that's a good question. I at first I thought it was with he was tired of being with Westbrook, but Westbrook is out of there. I don't know if Harden just want to make a new home. But they're adding new players. He's got um John Wall down there now. He's got Boogie Cousins. Um, so they 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 got him some help now. But 
The question, why does he want to be out? That is a very good question. I don't think it's a head coach because they don't know how he coached. They never played under him before as a head coach. So I, that's a really good question. I agree. I, but I can't understand why you would want to leave this coach high and dry when it comes to, like you said, they don't know his coaching style. They don't know his philosophy. They don't know any of that. But they ready. everybody's ready to jump ship. And that's crazy to me. And especially somebody like James Harden, who averaged 34.3 points a game. He had seven and a half assists, assists, 6.6 rebounds last season. And that was a truncated season. But he went and did it. Um, Houston needs him. But he got to be all in. If he's not all in, uh, it's not going to work. And Houston is retooled and went around and got themselves a big man. Well, several big men, actually, to compensate. So... A big guy now. Besides Westbrook, who is the only, who are the other players that that wants to be out of Houston? From what I heard, now these are just rumors. Westbrook wanted out. Harden wanted out. Uh, they said PJ Tucker wanted out because everybody was gone. Everybody that he came to Houston playing with is gone. <clears throat> so they say he wanted out. Um, let me see who else was it. I don't know about Eric Gordon. They just signed Jeff Green. It, it was your. I, I, I'm not even sure about uh, Austin Rivers. I thought Tabo Cephalosha wasn't even coming back. But, you know, it, it's guys that wanted out, out. Like they was like, I'm done. I'm gone. I, I, want, I don't want to do it anymore. And this is just rumors. This is hearsay. I, I, I will say that. But it, it, it's crazy that uh, they kind of just like they like forget it, man. We we done, and you you'll you'll give up on a team in such a manner. But it's not much I can say because this is a different uh, era we're in, and we always talk about it here. We talk about loyalty uh but it seems like it's a, not a lot of that in the NBA in the NFL either so uh and they got a young team they do they do they got a I, I'm looking over the roster now and see Gerald Green uh but then I scrolled down and I seen Kenyon Martin I said, damn, I thought Kenyon Martin retired. I forgot his son. <laughs> I forgot it was his son. Uh, P.J. Tucker's back. They got John Wall, uh, Christian Wood, DeMarcus Cousins. Eric Gordon's back off an of injury. Uh, Sterling Brown, Chris Clemens, uh, Ben McLemore. You know, they, they got a nice little team. They do. And don't forget, like you said, Cephalosha. Well, he didn't come back. 
I, I thought he wasn't coming back. I looked at the updated roster. He did not come back. Okay. So, I, I, get, I mean, that's on him. But I think he retired, to be honest. But, hey, one thing about Houston, they they have – I think the best thing that they could have done was let Dan Tony out of his contract. Because Dan Tony is an absolute monster in the regular season. But he cannot coach in the playoffs. He can get you to the Western Conference Finals. But that's about <laughs> it. Because once he gets there, it's another team that's more prepared. And Golden State had the firepower. But they were tired. They still beat Houston. Because Houston, that running gun style, you know, and me and BJ talked about it. This is not 1990 and college basketball, and you can run the system, and you can run with you know small ball where you got a six seven big man that's out rebounding everybody, can outscore everybody. Ain't nobody on there on that team, Bo Kimble or Hank Gathers. They not even none of those guys are Hank in Hank Gathers' league. Let's put it that way. So you can't run that type of offense up and down like that and then make the playoffs and you still trying to do it. No, you got to have actually half court sets in the playoffs in the NBA. But once you slow the tempo down on a Mike D'Antoni coach team, it's over. So the best thing they could have did was letting him go. When he said he was out, fine. Peace. Now he's on Steve Nash's staff up in Brooklyn. Hey, go for it. Oh, oh, hey, that's your thing. Do you. Now, with Steven Silas, if he coaches like his dad does, it's going to be an emphasis on defense as well as potent offense. Because I remember Steve, uh, uh, Paul Silas coaching in Charlotte. And those teams playing pretty damn well. They just couldn't get past the Bulls, of course. But he coaches anything like his dad. This is going to be a damn good team. So, hey, uh, is, is this Steve Nash's first year coach? Yep. You know, he was a uh, assistant, not assistant. He was a um consultant. I know he. I think he went back to consult the Lakers. Uh, let me see. It was the Lakers, and I don't think he went back to Phoenix. Let me make sure I get this right. Um, turn to Phoenix. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, 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 uh. Hall of Famer. Um, Part time consultant with the uh, Golden State Warriors. That's the year the team went 73 and 9. Um, Hall of Famer. Well, yeah, all he did was work for the Warriors. Huh? I thought he went back and worked with the Lakers too. Wow! But he worked. He went and worked with the uh, with the Warriors. I guess he never worked in the office at Phoenix either. Mm-mm. Wow! Man, that's that's shocking to me too. But now, speaking of front office moves, and you're absolutely right, Delonte Golden State. Speaking of front office moves, uh, <laughs> Giannis. Antetokounmpo signed the richest NBA contract in 
history. And it's amazing because he he got this much money and he's well worth it too. Uh, Four years, well, four years, 200 and twenty eight million dollars two time MVP uh I believe that's a supermax contract extension with the bucks it's five years I'm sorry the fifth year is a uh, player option I'm just wow to be exact two hundred and twenty eight point two million dollars good God almighty and after the fourth year, he can opt out if he wants. And he's only 26. You know, you know, big guy KG, I, I love it when teams go out and spend money on their uh, franchise players, their main guys. I like when they do this. Like switching back to football, like the Kansas City Chiefs did with uh, Lord Hummers. Mahomes. Patrick, yes. Yeah. So I, I I like it when a team do that. They they go out, spend the money, let let that player know that hey, we got you. We 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 got your back. You know, uh, you know, I, and like you said, he really deserve it. I love his play. I love his tenacity. Never gives up. Nah. Uh, and they were talking about the other contracts that were signed this summer Paul George a $190 million extension that tacked on to his 35 the 35.4 million he's going to get this season Anthony Davis $190 $190 million deal to stay with the Lakers LeBron James signed two years $85 million um, last year Giannis averaged 29.5 points 13.6 rebounds. Just everybody say, well, he don't have a jump shot. Hey, when you can run down court and take two steps and you're already at the basket, I don't <laughs> need a jump shot. <laughs> now, granted, you can clog the lane and stop him. I get that. I get all that. That's fine. But what he's doing works. He just needs a little help. And they're, they're trying to get all of that together. So, Man, congratulations to that big fella. And congratulations. And you know what, man? I, I hate to say this. I don't I don't like talking down, speaking bad about anybody's play, but you compare Giannis to Paul George and that contract Paul George signed. It's just like Giannis just outplays Paul George 100%. He's he never walks up the of the court. He plays his heart out. Each and every game, and I and I sit back and look at some of Paul George stats in his videos when he just he just don't give to me my my opinion. He just don't come and bring it every game to me. Well, well, <clears throat> Paul George is a a anomaly because ever since he dubbed himself Playoff P, absolute trash, trash. That's what I said. And I was surprised about that big contract he just signed. Exactly. It's almost like they were desperate. Uh, they, uh, 
they going off the name. They think that's the Paul George of Indiana fame. That's not the same Paul George. Man, I would have given that money to Delonte West. <laughs> Speaking of Delonte, maybe not not West, but we got the man of the hour, the Tower of Power, too sweet to ever be sour, Delonte. What's good? What's good, man? Delonte Rogers. You know what I'm saying? I take that money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All, all, all they doing is just hop, skipping the jump down to the lane and dunking. I'm like, what? I take that money. Hey. What's good, fellas? Nothing more, man. Okay. Now, you joined us at a perfect time because we got a a, a, a funny question. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask this to you two brothers, and I, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to listen to y'all go first. When I say mellow, who do you know off break that I'm talking about? I'm going to say Carmelo. I'm with you, man. When you said mellow, the first thing that came to my mind is Carmelo. You know, if I hear anything about any kind of mellow, I'm thinking of Carmelo. So I do totally agree with you on that. You know, it's crazy because I feel the same way you gentlemen do. But before we jump all the way on this topic, speaking of LaMelo Bowl, I pulled my crow out. I have my crow. I, I, I sat down and I ate my crow today, so I'm going to continue to eat my crow a little bit. But, um, gentlemen, LaMelo Ball looked really good in his first preseason game. He made a lot of pretty pass. Everybody said, well, he didn't score. Sometimes the point guard, even if you don't score but you make your team better, is a good thing. And he, he looked really, really good. I have to – I've been so hard on this kid for years – because I'm like, he's fundamentally flawed. He has to play a team game. It's not about him. If he's going to translate to the NBA, it has to be a team game. He played a damn team game come first preseason game, and I, I was actually proud of the kid. So I, I have to say that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, can y'all hear me? Yeah. I'm going to say this. I think he might, he might uh, his career – Regards to him and his brothers, and I don't, you know, what I'm saying, I want to like, I got two sons myself, so I, I don't want to like, you know, what I'm saying, pair like kids, and, you know, what siblings against one another. But I'm gonna call a spade a spade. I think he's gonna have the better NBA career of the three brothers. That, like, Lamelo, man, I, I think he, he probably for another year or two, he's gonna be all star. I can agree with that. I can. Hey. I, Hey, a a a a big guy, Delonte. Look, I saw some stats on Lamelo the other day. Now, I hate to say this, man. I, I'm not a a big ball fan, okay? And I think that was because of the father. So, I had to kind of grow on the balls. I mean, excuse me, I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> so, so it's like I had to learn to like the father, but then I kind of realized how the father is. Advertising, he's getting free advertisement by running his mouth. See, running his mouth for these years made me not like his son. But I thought, see, the uh, the Hornets, I liked the other day I saw the mellow ball play, all those but behind the back passes and no look passes. He, he's playing some old school ball, man. And uh, 
I really liked it. I, I like his, his style. I, I do like the Nuttle Ball. I'm going to be following the, the Charlotte Hornets. Now, uh, coming up later on tonight into tomorrow, we will put a poll up on Twitter and ask the same question. When, when someone says, yeah, Melo balled out last night, what Melo are, are you what, what mellow comes to your mind? Is it Carmelo Anthony? Because I just like you gentlemen, I feel like seniority rules it Carmelo Anthony is mellow. LaMelo Ball is LaMelo. That's it. That's all. You're LaMelo. Now, once Mellow retires and is retired for a few years, then we maybe start calling you Mellow, but LaMelo, that's what you are. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. They're gonna have to put that law on the front of his name. He, I don't think he earns the right to be called Mellow yet. Mellow is one person we go by, and that's Carmelo Anthony. So he he can't be called Mellow on the court this year. Really, no, he don't deserve that yet. Uh, yeah, I I, I come on everything uh, Joni just said, man. You know. Gentlemen, before we um, get out of here, let me let me let me ask you guys a serious question. Now, I I, I got to turn this serious. Uh, Kyrie Irving chose not to speak with reporters. Um, Stephen A. Smith has said he senses disaster in Kyrie Irving and the Nets' future. Uh, because he won't talk to the media. Now, Kyrie Irving made a statement, I believe it was earlier this year, about not playing at all. Shutting, you know, all the black players not playing, you know, as a protest to racial injustice. People called him crazy. He doesn't want to speak to the media for whatever reason. And like they, they just keep attacking them. In your honest opinion, gentlemen, and Junie, I'll start with you first. In your honest opinion, do you think there's something wrong with Kyrie, or do you agree with how he handles himself? Well, first of all, I'm not a big Kyrie fan. Um, I give him I give him the first 20 games of the season. They're going to be hurt the rest of the season. So I'm not a big Kyrie fan. And, yes, I think something's wrong upstairs. Um, I don't know if he thinks he's a serious superstar because he has not – he hasn't proved himself yet to me. Delonte? Um, I, I, I'm going to disagree slightly. I'm, I, I will give him – well, 
I'm myself, I'm not the biggest Kyrie fan either. I think a lot of of his philosophies are like just from far, far down under. Um, I don't know, man. I I, I think it, it, it stems, and I don't want to make light of it. I think it, it might stems from like a personal situation that he went through um, when he was young. Um, if you follow or, you know, his career or anything, you know, you probably know what I'm talking about. But, I, you know, out of respect, I'm not going to make light of, uh, light of it. Um, I think I would say he proved himself. Like he, I mean, he, he hit a, a a big shot to help his team win the finals, twenty sixteen. Um, All Star MVP, Rookie of the Year. Um, but I I think to like not want to speak to the media and then he called them pawns. That's that's not cool. You you know what I'm saying? And, I, and, and shout out to Kevin Love. He called him out of it. You know, he said he loved Kyrie the whole nine, but you cannot call anyone a pawn that is very disrespectful man um i think Kyrie still got a lot of growing up to do a lot of growing up to do um not sure what he do you know during the off season or what have you but this kid really has a lot of like growing up to do you know what i'm saying from these comments to the you know shading lebron with the whole you know shooter thing you know what i'm saying and just Boy, the boys got a lot of growing up to do in Boston. They hate him in Boston. Trust me. Oh my I know. God. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Trust me. I, I know. I, I I live with a Boston fan, and, and they, you know, her, you know, her brother, like all, all of them. They, all of the the homies, shout out to everybody up there in South Bend, uh, part of Boston. Man, they they hate Kyrie up there. So, they just got a lot of growing up to do, man. That's it. I just. Uh, that's all I got. Hey, 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 fellas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kevin. Look, see, that's my point too, man. I never like players that call out other players. I just I just don't like when they do that. Um and he's not even a player that I don't even think he has he ever played 82 games? Never. Nope. His, I don't he even think hurt he, his and even in college. Yeah. <laughs> so in college, he only played nine games. It was not so I, I'm just I, not I, a Kyrie fan, man. I just ugh. and then when, when I, the, the team Switch when Kimber Walker got there when Kyrie finally left. I think he talked too much. He thinks he's all of that. Maybe because he won a championship. Then he didn't want to play with LeBron no more. He started talking more. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. My mic is off. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, let me, I'm going to piggyback on that. Like, yeah, he – he uh, the way how he acted, he he kind of turned people off in Cleveland. He went to Boston and, and um from – you know, I, I was <clears> – shout out to – um. You know, like I say, shout out to the good folks of Boston. I was I was told that um, Marcus Smart wanted to take his head off and practice a few times. Him and Gordon Haywood, they you know they fell out, um, and it, it was just like he just the dude, man. His, his philosophy is is those philosophical ways. It's just it's like upside down, man. Like like, dude, what what, what book are you reading from? So. Yeah, he just uh, just got a I mean, hell of a play. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He got great handles. handles. Love his handles. Love his handles. handles. Top two in the league handles. Yes. He might even be yes. the best as far as handles, but that that mental state, whew, dude, fix that immediately. You know what I'm saying? You can get some I agree. Around you, you know what I'm saying? Like that that can really like kind of like point you in the right direction. 
because the, the stuff that you be spewing out your mouth, bruh, we don't get it. Your teammates don't get it. I don't even know if your father get it. So now I'll, I'll say this, fellas. Now I, I gotta halfway agree. You know, I think it's I don't think it's anything wrong with them per se. I think he just he thinks different. He thinks outside the box because he he doesn't think like everybody else thinks. Uh so that 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 comes across as a problem. Now do I don't agree with what he said about LeBron, that that little pot shot and LeBron even said it hurt. I mean, that that would really hurt if we're no longer teammates. I give you all the credit in the world and then all of a sudden you know, you dog me out in interviews about not having. Oh, now you got a player that can, that can, that can shoot when the game's on the line, Bruh, For real? I mean, that's gotta hurt. So, and to your your question, Junie, this is the the his career games: 51, 59, 71, 75, 53, 72, 60, 67, and twenty. Wow, for real? Yes, that's how many every season that he's been in the NBA. That's his uh, the amount of games he's played every season from 2011, 2012 until last year, 2019, 2020. Hey, hey, Cam, you at the Delonte. Now, if I'm not mistaken, back to LeBron James. Didn't LeBron James find this out in the off season that the remarks that uh Kyrie was making after mm-hmm. the championship? Yep. Yep. See, that's that's what I don't like, man. I didn't like that at all, man. And I'm a big LeBron fan, so I guess if you cross LeBron, you cross me. So that's why I don't like Kyrie. Sorry, fellas. But no, nah, it's all good. Oh, my, my bad. Kid. No, no, it's all good. Kyrie, Go man, he, he, he do, man. Talking about the earth flat. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's tacky dude. I don't even know any, like, Kyrie fans. Matter of fact, we, we so anti-Kyrie, we won't even allow nobody to buy our sons a pair of Kyrie's, like, <laughs> you, do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, you know, give us the gift receipt. Well, you know what I'm saying? Exchange it. We'll let you know. But no Kyrie's on my son's feet. Hey, don't, don't, don't don't say that because I work in a pair of Kyrie's every day. I, I look. Up? I needed right, a light pair of shoes, and that was right, the lightest look. shoe that I could find. Listeners, check this out. We're we're going to raise money to get KG a new pair of. Uh, <laughs> Nike, like, um, shoes that he can work in. So, I agree. Saying, I uh, agree. That's especially the world, the earth is flat. You know what I'm saying? So, especially before his feet start hurting at work. Yeah. So, 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 next show, I'll, um, you know, drop the uh, a link, you know what I'm saying? A Venmo, uh, what's it? PayPal, any one of them things, Cash App. We're going to get KG a new pair of shoes from an athlete other than Kyrie Irving. Mark, maybe we get some. Maybe we get some of our listeners to help pitch in a couple of dollars. Cash out. You know what I'm saying? Man. I know y'all got some Christmas money coming in. You know what I'm saying? Shoot us a dollar. You know what I'm saying? And I wear size 14, and it's hard hey. to find shoes. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? I, I, can, find, I can find your pair. What's this teammate? Uh, from here, KD. You know what I'm saying? I can find your pair, KD. See, only only problem with that. See, I, I I I had to buy my work shoes are based on how light they are. Like they, I'm talking light and weight. 
So if I can find me a good pair of shoes that that are light and weight, they're not too bulky. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and run with them, and I'm able to run in these Kyrie's rather than my Under Armour boots. So I'm like, all right, I'm able to run while I'm at work. So I'm like, all right, I can move. They're very comfortable. Uh, I'm about to, I, I need to order me another pair because I don't wore the sole out on these, and I only had them what almost every day for. Four months I'd have had them on, so. Hey man, you said something about running. Would you work at the airport like OJ Simpson or something? Would you run to the airport? <laughs> nah, that's <laughs> jumping out with a suitcase. <laughs> man, I, I, how, you think, how you think I'm able to do my job at such a high level? Because I run. That's that's why I can I, when I'm when I have to go out and deliver when I'm not doing maintenance and I got to go out and deliver. That's why I can deliver 30, 35 packages in an hour because I run. It might be the shoes causing Kyrie to be hurt so much. Hey, it might be. It, it, you know what? That dude stays hurt. And it's always if you notice, it's always lower extremity. Knee, shin, hip. But my thing is, I don't agree with what he said about LeBron. That was Bush League. That was... I'm fucking, I'm going to say it. That was a bitch move. I agree. Then you got uh, uh, he playing with KD, but KD, him and KD are very sensitive when it comes to social media, the media. They're very, very sensitive. You know, KD had a couple months ago, he got upset because somebody said that his rings with Golden State didn't count. And he got pissed. And I'm like, bro, why are you getting pissed? You won two championships. You don't need to justify your actions to nobody. Right. You don't need validation from anybody outside the league, in the league. Dog, you went out there. You won two finals MVPs. And you won two championships. You don't need validation. But it's like he seeks that, that validation and he doesn't need it. Dog, you're already, when you're healthy, they're calling you the best player in the league. And then, you know, he took a shot at LeBron. Well, I beat LeBron, so that don't that make me better than him? Not really. No, not really. But now, when we talk about unstoppable forces, Kevin Durant right now in the league is unstoppable. Now, he's listed as 6'10", 6'11", but we all know the kids, what, 7'3"? They, they said they measured him. He was 7'3", 7'1", 7'2", 7'3", around that area. But to be able to move and handle the ball like a guard, that's amazing. But you're so sensitive to what people say about you. Man, If you, I, I would love to speak to him and be like, yo, if you don't tell them people, fuck you and do what you got to do, what they eat don't make you shit. And that's the same thing for Kyrie. That's right. Just, hey, whose birthday is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh, sorry about that, y'all. That's um, the general landing watching one of his shows in the back. I didn't even know y'all could. Oh, I'm about to say happy birthday, too. <laughs> my bad. No, I, I just walked back in, in the room to check on him. I was. Um, happy birthday, Landon. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cuando yo Oh my god. <laughs> so closing up. Now we talked about LaMelo. We're gonna put the poll up. Um we talked about oh, before you jumped on Delante, we talked about Giannis and his contract. We talked about James Harden and wanting out of Houston and what Scotty Pippen said, how Scotty Pippen has said in the past how he would defend him. Uh also how you 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 James Harden is not really impressive. Do you agree with that? That yeah, you know, I, wholeheartedly. Really I, I wholeheartedly, and I think if if uh, if Wall and Cousins can like really like you know saying get back you know, to the uh, Kentucky days, yeah, I'm, I'll be looking like what's the point of having? Well, nah, I mean, he, Harden he's still a, a hell of a shooter, but all that trying to like do everything like pad the, the, the stat book by yourself, nah, we won't need you there, champ. We got a more than cap- we got a fast ass point guard. You have a more than capable uh, center to like help with the heavy lifting, so you don't have to do it by yourself. But the thing is, now this is spitballing, and I'm just sitting here and I just thought about this. If James Harden and the Houston Rockets work inside out, they let the big men, you know, punish people down low, and then when they start collapsing, like if let's say Boogie stays healthy this year, plays 82 games, you dump the ball down low and he plays bully ball. I'm talking banging on the block, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's scoring his scoring average back up to 24, 25 points a game, and they're all paint points. Like he's killing it down there. He's got double digit rebounds. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're gonna be doing. That, that we're gonna, we gonna sound the same way if Boogie comes back like that. But you get all of that, then you can start kicking the ball out to the perimeter, and Harden can just start knocking down shots. And the next thing you know, Harden's averaging 37, 38 because he's able to shoot wide open threes, and he doesn't have to be ball dominant. Imagine if they played like that, and that actually worked. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Not even gonna lie, I'm just throwing it out there. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, you're right. Like he he um he worked within. Yeah, I, I think it, it can serve better. Well, because you you want a team with two other all stars, so make it work. Right. Maybe. Well, we had the almost at the 55 minute mark um any final thoughts before we end this put a pen in it and try to figure out what the hell we're gonna do for saturday uh i got nothing you know what i'm saying was, <laughs> this, is, this is probably top three one of the, the best best shows ever i've ever been a part of so shout out to you and shout out to Junie, man i mean shout out no to doubt no doubt but tonight, man, it was good times, man. Needed, I needed this show, man. Man, I tell you, man, I look forward to it. And I, when we up off the air, I always walk around the house smiling, man, thinking about the show we have. But um, my 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 point of view is I want to keep a everybody keep an eye on our Washington Wizards this year and see what uh, Russell Westbrook bring to the city, and um, just keep an eye on the Wizards, Washington Wizards. Let's go, baby. 45 not 
and not the Washington team. Oh, 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 look, look, don't, 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 mm. don't, don't hate on that. Come on now, just because you made Don eleven and oops, don't do it. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, oh wow, a pot shot, wow. <laughs> but I, I ain't, I don't have anything else. That's it for myself. Um, oh, well, I do got something else. Now Saturday, for those of you that are listening, there will be no WrestleManiacs on Saturday on hiatus until uh the 9th of January due to holidays, traveling, work schedule. So Saturday nights are out. Maybe just maybe these two gentlemen, the boss BJ, uh we can get Big Jim in here and we can just get in and just do a free for all and cut up um see what we can we can get done on Saturday night just to throw something together and, and, and get together. So but you can always hear us on Anchor, Podbean, if you're listening live. Thank you, Lady C. Uh you can hear us on iHeartRadio, uh Spotify, Apple Music. I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, uh, Radio Public. Anywhere you listen to pod, uh, to podcasts at, you can hear 17 different platforms. Pick which one's best for you. Make sure you subscribe to us so you don't miss a episode. So that's it for us. We at the 57 and 30, 57 minute and 35 second mark. So we go any further. I think that'll be overtime, and the boss BJ is, you know, stickler for overtime. So we don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Happy holidays. Peace.